think it's so scary like have an allergy and like I think a lot of people like if they don't have an allergy they just don't quite like understand like what he feels like. I think there's a bit of like a hesitance with the EpiPen and I completely understand that. Like I think previously my mindset only use the EpiPen if it's like the last, last, last resort. Yeah, I am nervous. Like, like I said, I've, I've never ever done anything like this. So the news is like, I've been wanting to say this for long. I don't want to keep you waiting to like halfway through the episode, but next year, um, <laughs> Hello and welcome to Make Contain, the podcast Breaking the Sigma. The podcast started off breaking the sigma surrounding my food allergy. However, this year, I want to use this platform to break the sigma of other conditions and topics which are not always well understood. And it's a safe space where the guests open up about their own personal stories and struggles on the way in hopes that their stories will inspire you. If you can do me one massive favor whilst listening to the podcast, make sure to click that follow button. Honestly, it means the world to me. And if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to click that subscribe button. Honestly, I appreciate all the support. Let's jump into the podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Making Saying. This episode's a bit different because I don't have a guest. So I meant to have a guest earlier. I was like, I know what, I'm going to actually use this hour to actually do podcasts just with me and you the listener because there's some massive really exciting news of what I tell you I've been hiding this for so long the reason being I've been hiding it was I had to tell work and make them aware before obviously I do this podcast and talk about it very publicly but yeah I just want to say honestly like this year looking back it's just been a bit of a mad year like there's I never thought I would be able to do a podcast like once a week for like nearly a year I mean I started at the end of February and it's been one a week since then and I think that's down to like, your guys support honestly I really appreciate all the listeners like this year it's like something mad like a 218% increase of listeners compared to last year and honestly I just want to say thanks so much for the support I absolutely love doing the podcast and honestly I love meeting people and being able to have a conversation and get them to kind of open up to me about their life and hopefully get them to like, open up about stuff which I haven't like spoke about openly before on other podcasts or just in general really. And my dad actually came into my bedroom. This was like a couple of weeks ago and he was like, like, why do you do the podcast? Like, like he was asking me like, why? And I think with my parents, I don't know, like, I think it's a generation thing. Like, I think it's one of them, like, if it's like not making you like loads of money, like, why do you spend all the hours every night working on it or doing it? And I think, I think that's just kind of like a generation thing. Like sometimes I don't, get it kind of thing like um for me I think it's always been about like I don't know I get a buzz about like just meeting new people from all different walks of life and kind of open up about their story and like obviously it's all about stigmas as well so get them to open up about their conditions and it not only educates me obviously hopefully brings value to the listeners as well um and for me it's important definitely for guys to talk about mental health so it's something I've, I've kind of want to open up more on the podcast which we'll get to but yeah for me it's all about just obviously meeting people just having hopefully interesting conversations and hopefully like what you guys enjoy like I said it started off breaking the stigma surrounding kind of food allergies and also uh, yeah this year it's obviously been very different um and I was a bit scared initially because I thought well if I talk about other topics like people are just not going to be interested or they're just not going to listen to the podcast um, and that hasn't been the case whatsoever so yeah, I've got to be super, super grateful in that sense that like people are still listening to the podcast and I've got a range of guests, which isn't always allergies. Don't get me wrong. When I have like 
when I had Dr. Rahanda Rahandhawa. Yeah, I said that right then. Um, on the podcast the other day, we got so many listeners. It was mad. Um, just because it was allergies. And I think it annoys me, actually, if I was honest. Like, I've seen some people where they, like, monetize having a doctor on a platform and then you've got to pay to like listen to the podcast i would never ever do that if like i've got someone on like a doctor who i know it's going to help people with food allergies why would you monetize that like i just find it mad like some people like charging people to listen to these people like for me i've always got these people on and gave it away for free because like i want to give value and it helps me so much from a personal aspect as well about my anxiety and allergies like but also like for the listeners as well. And yeah, the news is like, I've been wanting to say this for long. I don't want to keep you waiting until like halfway through the episode, but next year I'm traveling around South America for six months. And it's honestly, it just feels weird saying it because I just never thought I would ever be able to do that. And I think the reason I felt like that was because of my food allergy. Like when you have an allergy, you feel like it stops you from like traveling or like doing things or like going out and yeah it just feels like surreal that I'm actually saying this and I know in South America they don't really cook with too many nuts and don't get me wrong I'm like nervous like obviously my anxiety I'm like it's sometimes it's bad in the UK so I'm like oh my god like what is my anxiety gonna be like traveling around South America for six months um obviously we're going to like Colombia Peru Bolivia Ecuador Chile, um, Argentina, Brazil. So we're actually starting off in Brazil for the carnival. And yeah, I'm like, I'm nervous. Like, to be honest, I'm, I'm actually more nervous. Not, yeah, not necessarily about going, more about my allergies, to be honest. I think like there's a, such like a mental kind of part to that is like, oh my God, like how am I going to get on? How I'm going to do when I get out there? Like I've been trying to practice my Spanish. Um, so obviously I can kind of translate to them as well. Um, obviously I've been really lucky I've actually partnered up with like Equal Eats which, which do like allergy cards so I'll be obviously like creating content out there with the Equal Eats card so yeah super grateful for like Kyle for kind of teaming up with me on that one and um, like I say um, I think translating the allergy out there is going to be so important just so they like completely understand like how serious it is but yeah it's not long now like obviously we're near Christmas now um what is it like seven eight weeks we're going to be flying out to rio for the carnival um i think we're going to stay like in an airbnb and then we'll probably like start staying in the hostels and like jump in the deep end you could say um but yeah it just seems like surreal really like this is actually happening and the reason being was like a few of our friends had been i think i had like um, Giselle on the podcast and she went to South America for six months and then now they're in Asia and we had other friends like Phil and Camilla who went out to South America for six months and it's something which I don't know within our like friends or friends or friend group kind of thing like more people are, like doing it and I think initially when I when when our friends did it like they did it at, like they was like saving up like during like the lockdown for it um, and I think like for myself I was like I just thought I would never be able to save up for it. So the the only way we we kind of did this was like, look, like if we move out of family homes and then we're not paying a fortune because obviously I've been in London for eight years and was paying like, honestly, like over a thousand pound for rent each month 
Um, so it was like, look, if we're not paying that much money on rent or we go out less, like we could maybe actually do this. Um, and it's something I've, I've, I think I've always wanted to kind of travel, but I've, I don't know what I kind of like jumped, didn't do a gap year really. I kind of jumped straight to London and started working really. But I think now is a good time to do it. I've just turned 31. Um, like my parents have been supportive of it. Like, yeah, I've, I'm just excited to get out there. Like I said, I, f I think from the allergy point of view, I think I also want to show people as well, like if you've got an allergy, you can still live your life. Because I think a lot of people sometimes feel like they've got this allergy, like they can't go abroad or they can't eat in restaurants. And there's a lot of like, fear and anxiety surrounding like allergies so i kind of want to prove to everyone with a food allergy like look i'm traveling around child from i'm traveling around south america for six months like you can do it too so definitely want to kind of like document as much as i can also i want to enjoy the holiday as well like i think sometimes there's a balance where i don't want to be like working like like thinking of it as like a job like oh god i've got great content so it's just for me it's all about like yeah finding that balance and, as well like because as soon as you start feeling like something's a job then you just like it kind of takes that joy away so i mean with the podcast as well like i've uh, it's a really tricky one i think i'm gonna take like after this episode i'm actually probably gonna take like a couple of weeks off and then just before I go relaunch the podcast and it might be a podcast every two weeks so I'm going to try and get a few guests lined up before then but once I'm out there like I still want to like take the podcast on the on the road as well and even doing episodes like this where it's just me and the microphone I think I love to kind of do these kind of like South America podcast vlogs you could say where I just kind of talk about like what I've been up to in South America like How's my experience been like eating out there with the food? Like obviously my experiences, obviously the people I meet. And also like the people I meet as well. Like I want to be able to obviously like interview people out there as well, which is super exciting. Like um, to kind of like just really mix up. Like obviously me contain, it can be anything, anything I want really. Like I said, like predominantly like because of my allergies, it's always going to be like allergy related, but like, when I'm out there, like maybe I don't want to talk about allergies all the time and like I get other people talking about other conditions or their life or what they've been up to kind of thing. Because um, I feel like if I was doing a podcast every week just talking about allerg allergies, I think my anxiety would just would be so bad. Like I honestly just think like it would make it 10 times worse. And I think that's something that, like I experienced when I started like making saying was I was always like, I felt like... I, I was never that anxious and the site may contain, I was like researched about allergies and doing allergy content all the time. It just made me like super anxious. So I think with, um, with the blog, like, or anything, like, I think if you talk about something too much, it just ends up just bringing back all these experiences. Um, and I recently got therapist as well. And I think that's something I wasn't necessarily going to do it to be honest. Like, and I was like, look, like what harm, is it going to do to get a therapist for go away and she might be able to kind of help obviously with that kind of allergy anxiety but just in general just like I'm not going to come here and say look my mental health is like really bad but like I do suffer with anxiety because of my allergy but also like sometimes like anxiety in life um so yeah it's been great obviously to have a therapist and she she's been incredible to be honest like she's really kind of opened up 
the way I think, like how I kind of not think of myself, but how I kind of think about situations. Um, and I, and, it, and I'm being really open. Like I always said to her, like, I feel like I don't really have many highs, but I don't have like many lows. I feel very like stagnated. Um, and she said like, look, there's some people where their highs and lows are really visible. And she's like, you definitely have highs and lows. It's just maybe not as like visible to, to the, to other people. And she asked me this question and I want to, I want to talk about this because other people might be in the same situation. It might actually help with people. Um, but also as well, like, I don't know. Like I, I literally said like, she was like, when was your last happiest? When was that kind of happy moment? And for me, I was like, look, I was on a beach in Cornwall. I was at a friend's wedding. And I think it was the, the day after we all went to the beach, just me and my girlfriend, my friend Ben and um, his missus. And um, we had a bottle of champagne. We we're on the beach and we're in Cornwall. And we we're like going in the sea. And I don't know what it was. Like I was so fucking happy in that moment. Like, just couldn't explain it like I've not felt that in so long it was so weird to that, that, that it was such a strong strong feeling and the therapist turned around and said what it, what it is Dan is like in that moment you was living in that moment and she's like probably sometimes you live in your head too much and that is so true like day to day I'm always thinking about like the podcast or what content should it be creating or who I should be interviewing or what questions I should be asking. And I do honestly like sometimes get so caught up in my head that sometimes I'm not as present as I was like. And it really kind of like took me back really. And she's like, look, it's a skill. Like you've got to practice it, like being in that moment and embracing it. And um, it's definitely something I want to do like once I'm out in like South America is just to like really embrace these moments and like really really enjoy it and yeah I don't want to like come back and be like oh like I wish I enjoyed it more or I wish I did this like and I think that's the reason like with with even like like the podcast and like like making say I don't know how much content I'm going to do out there like I think it'd be a shame like not to like have this opportunity to like create content and kind of show people like, look, you've got an allergy, you can do this. So I think for me, it's just kind of like finding that balance of like enjoying it. And yeah, I am nervous. Like, like I said, I've, I've never ever done anything like this. I did like traveling around Europe when I was like, I think it was like second or third year in uni. Like did like, did like Milan, Florence, Venice, Budapest, Prague, Croatia. And I had a really good experience. Like I did have one allergic reaction. Um, I was there for three weeks and that was in, I think it was in Croatia or Prague. I think it might've been Prague actually. And basically decided chicken wrap and next minute came out in, in hives. That was, it was so, so scary. But I think in that situation, I said to my friends, like, look, you've got to be as like calm as possible. If, if you get yourself like, worked up it's only going to get me kind of worked up as well so took me onto a scene and thank god it calmed down but it's so scary isn't it like being in a foreign country and coming out in hives like um but i think the one thing i've learned this year from having like 
Professor Adam Fox on the podcast, um, Dr. Rand Hauer, like all these professors or doctors is don't hesitate to use the EpiPen. Really don't hesitate. If you feel like your neck is swollen up and you've got hives, you've got all the symptoms, use the EpiPen. And I think there's a bit of like a hesitance with the EpiPen. And I completely understand that. Like I think previously my mindset was like, only use the EpiPen if it's like the last, last, last resort. But there's no harm, right? If you honestly feel like your neck's swollen, you've got the hives, it's best to administer the EpiPen earlier than later. The longer you leave it, like the worse, like the reaction or the worse the anaphylaxis could be. So I think that's one of the most important things I've learned is just like, look, don't hesitate using the EpiPen. And like I said, I used it. I had a bit of a panic attack and I think I used it when maybe I shouldn't have, but like I do not regret it because I honestly thought like my neck was swelling up. And look, there's no harm to like use the EpiPen. It's adrenaline. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's something like, before I was maybe my, my headspace was like always a bit hesitant. Definitely, like, I think that came from my parents as well. I think my parents always like was petrified to like use the EpiPen. Obviously, like, when I was younger, there's a few times where I had like severe like allergic reactions. I think the worst one was um, parents. So we had this like kind of like static caravan. And basically what had happened was my friend, like their friends came over and they got Chinese and they got like chips from the Chinese. And mum's like, oh, well, you can't have Chinese. So um, we'll just put a pizza in the oven for you. So I'm having this pizza and my mum's friend like turned around and was like, oh, Dan, like, do you want some chips? And I was maybe like 15 at the time and just didn't really like think about it. And I was like, yeah, like I'll have some chips, like just chips. Like I had a few chips, like about 20 minutes later, I was like, oh, I just feel a bit sick. Like, I, I'm going to go to bed. So I went to bed um, and there was no signs of like, there was no signs at this point of like any hives or anything. So I went to bed, couldn't sleep, was like getting, like going up and getting sick. And I went back to bed and I was like, I just don't feel right. So I ended up like, I remember going back over to my parents. I was like, look, something doesn't feel right. And my mum's like, can we see your chest? So I showed my chest and there was a few highs and my parents like, oh my God, it's like, you have an allergic reaction. So I took the tablets oh, and then it just went from like zero to hundred. And I think that's another thing I learned this year was like reactions, like they don't always happen straight away. Like sometimes like reactions can like happen an hour later or like in this case, I don't know how long it was. It was maybe like 30 or like 40 minutes later that that reaction happened. And um, they chucked me in the back of the car, like rushed me straight to hospital. I just remember this car journey because my mum, you always used to get like so, so upset. Like obviously you can get it. Like your child, like is having an allergic reaction. Like it can be fatal. And like she was getting so upset. And um, yeah, like in that moment, like, I think there's times where like they could have maybe like used the EpiPen but there's always hesitance and that isn't their fault whatsoever. I think that was just like, back then there was such a lack of like education and definitely training around the EpiPen. Like usually this gave you an EpiPen to like watch a YouTube video, like, and that's cause it was like, like a lack of training. By the time I got to hospital, my lips were swelling. Like, uh, I, I don't remember my airways blocking up at that point, but it was definitely going down that road. 
So they give me these tablets, basically like spewing it back up because like nothing was working. And then the end, like I, um, the ended up put me on the drip so it went straight into the bloodstream. And I just remember being so, so itchy. Like I've never felt itch like it where your whole body is itchy. So I'm just thinking about it now, like scary, man. Like, yeah. I think it's just scary, like, have an allergy and, like, I think a lot of people, like, if they don't have an allergy, they just don't quite, like, understand, like, what it feels like. And me just going back to that moment then, it's just like, yeah, scary, man. And I, I've been, to, like, touch wood, <laughs> got a wooden table, like, I'm not, like, experienced that since. But... Yeah, that's what I mean with like going to South America. I'm just in this whole different world and I am I am scared. I am scared about allergies and everything, but I can't let my allergies stop me. And I've spoke to all those people and like nuts isn't like one of their main ingredients. It isn't like me going to like Asia where everything is like cut in like peanut oil and there's like nuts everywhere kind of thing. And like, I think people sometimes have this like thing where like, if they've been to South America once and they saw nuts, like they want to tell me, like, please don't tell me, like that's just going to make me anxiety worse. I don't know why people do that. I remember like, I was like going to Paris and like someone was like, well, Paris is like the worst place for allergies. I had such a bad experience. And then I went and had the best experience. So I think sometimes people feel the need to like tell you if they've had a bad experience somewhere. And I think sometimes like, it's like, I don't need to hear that. Like I've already booked the tickets. I've got the flights. I'm going out there. Like I'm going to live my best life, um, enjoy it and stuff. Um, so yeah, it's mad really. Obviously I've handed him a notice at work. Um, my work, I've just been absolutely incredible. Um, and I, I'll give him a shout out. Like BBC, my show, I've just been absolutely incredible the team my manager such a great company everyone is just so nice and they've been so understanding when i mentioned that obviously i'm kind of gonna go out to like south america for for six months and stuff and um he even said that if i want to come back like the world uh, with open hands and um yeah it's, it's really nice because i think like in life like you just work sometimes you just work with companies where they're so shit i've worked like previous like company before where the management was really bad. Like they don't, when I was suffering with anxiety, like they wasn't there for me and they just left me out in the cold and put me on reports. It was really like bad, like really bad practice. And I've worked with like companies like that, especially the last company I worked for was, was, was terrible with that. And um, it's great to finally find a company where they support you. They want the best for you. Um, yeah, so I, f I feel really kind of blessed and lucky in that sense. Like you have these shit experiences, but it always makes you up to it. So when you get a good experience, you 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 you're, you feel grateful for it is what, what I'm trying to say. So yeah, I think I'm just going to end it on this. I f like, I'm glad I did this as like a long form piece of content so I can really get across like my feelings and emotions. Um, if you are new to the podcast or your phone, please, please make sure to click that subscribe button or if you want to share it on your social media. Honestly, I always appreciate all the support. And like I said, this isn't the end of the podcast. Like I said, I'm going to be coming back at the 
probably like mid-February, I'll probably relaunch the podcast. And then once I'm out there, I'm going to try and do some podcasts, whether it's just me on the microphone or it's me and other people out in South America. Super excited to kind of kind of get the podcast and like shake it up a little bit. Um, and this really just keep evolving the podcast and, and kind of see where it goes really. But um, yeah, for the, for me, this is a bit of a diary as well. Uh, but yeah, thanks again for everyone. If you listen from the start to the end, honestly, appreciate all the support and hope everyone has a good Christmas. And yeah, thanks again.